No, I didn't. Huh? No, I Hello? didn't check out Dr. Spar. Right. Yes. Oh. Hello? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, I, have, what do I you... haven't gotten a chance yet. Okay, great. Well, do it because I, I got to go see it myself <laughs> this week. So I have okay. to make an appointment with him. But uh, he's a great brother. I know that he did uh, a surgery for me a number of years ago. So I know he's top notch. He really did a, a great job for me. So what's been going on? What's, what's been happening? Well, you know, just um, checking out what's going on out here in this world, you know, uh, and um, thinking about ADOS, the American descendants of slavery, and the recent thing that they had here in um, L.A. with the, Re- the Revolt Summit with Killer Mike. Um, that was, uh, you know, <laughs> that was a hodgepodge. They say they were doing stuff for black unity, but yet and still they were charging $300 a ticket for black folks to come to their event. I'm like, you know, who can afford that? Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's the thing about these kind of things. Uh, the people who need to be at them more often than not can't afford to be a participant. Uh, Hold on one second here. Do you have the uh, you have the code right? Because I just have my guest call in saying he has the wrong code. Do you have it's, the code? Uh, I do. It's two nine three six six one. What's that? Two nine one three six six one. Two nine one three six six one. Yeah. Okay. Let me text this to him. I don't know how he got the. Oh, I, I just found it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Great, brother. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Got it. So go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. This is, uh, I'm on the phone, but Alice here, who is one of our regular show participants uh, and certainly a warrior in the struggle, you know, she's working with, uh, what is it, ADOS, uh, African Descendants of Slavery. And uh, yes. so, yeah, so uh, go ahead, uh, Mayende. I am pronounced. Yeah, 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 sir. Greetings, family. My name is Moyende Kamali, and uh, I would I would call myself a spiritualist, and also a activist, and a few other things. But those are the main titles for right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. brother. Go ahead. Yeah. So what's been what's been going on since we last got together, man? What are you uh, working man. on? Well, uh, you know, I was writing a book, a letter to black women, Reclaim Your Crown, and uh, it's going well. The reason it was taking so long, I was actually evolving myself, and I wanted to use my experience in the book. And, right. You know, a little bit, little, yeah, a little bit I know. I mean, I mean you know, it's not like he's going to evolve overnight. So all the time it's taking me to get to the place where I really wanted to speak on it. Yeah. Kind of taking kind of kind of long. So, so a friend of mine told me, he said, "Man, let that go and finish the book, and, and and you can always write another book of your experience." So that's kind of where I'm at. So, <laughs> yeah, you know that's true because I, I wrote a couple of books, you know, and I'm working on another book now that I've. And one of the things I always found myself doing was trying to correct the first part of the book. Because by the time you get to the end of the book, you've had more experiences and you've gained more insight. But you have to put it down the way that it actually happens. I think that's the best way for people to understand and read it. 
because it, it follows a pattern and it, it shows up to uh, people who are true readers that there's a progression taking place within the framework of what you're trying to say. So, uh, yeah, so I went through mine several times till I said, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to cut this off somewhere and send it in to the, to the publisher and get this thing did. So, and, and I find myself doing the same thing with the, this new priest that I'm working on, you know, called uh, Kibbalan Reconstruction. But, you know, the struggle is, 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 a, is a continuous process, process. And you're gonna have different experiences and you're gonna meet different people and you're gonna see, you're gonna hear these different ideas but you have to formulate and conceptualize your own ideology because that's what people want to hear. People want to hear something solid. They don't want to hear you all over the place. The first part of the book you're here, in the middle of the book you're here, and at the end you're over here. They want to see how you have progressed and, and be able to define that there's some real subject matter here that's going to be beneficial to me by, by opening myself up to this information. So great, brother. Hey, it's good to hear you again. You know, uh, I'm still in the struggle, uh, still doing the same stuff. You know, I'm here trying to, uh, I wouldn't say I was out here trying to recruit soldiers, but I think every day when we out here, we, we always find in battles that need to be fought. So consequently, you get hooked into the thing where, you know, how come our people are, are, are so lost? How come all the information that's out there for them, how come they're not taking advantage of it? Because I was always taught, even as a youngster, you know, you seize opportunity and you take advantage of it and you move to another plateau. And we seem to be, uh, I think the, the chief last week, we were talking about people who stay in the same place uh, uh, that they were when they was 20 and 40, they still in the same place, place psychologically in terms of, uh, how they deal with the, the whole aspect of uh, Americanism, uh, colonialism, or uh, capitalism, or however you want to determine to define what it is. So, you know, I find myself out here trying to get people to understand. Look, it's it's the hardest battle that we have to fight is to be able to conceptualize and formulate our own ideas. You know. Uh, what is the term that they use? A cognitive distortion when people are in, incapable uh, of of having uh, an idea of their own. Every idea, every thought, every process that they are involved with, it comes from somebody else, and they don't know if it's real or if it's not real. Well, let me just say to you, if it's not yours, it's not real. <laughs> so I don't want to take up the phone all night here. I want you guys to you know, just contribute. What, what do you think? Uh, well, uh, just like you're saying, brother, you know, oppression has moved into autopilot. You know, we, we're, we're our own worst enemy now. We, we, we're doing it to ourselves. Sure, there's the hidden hands and the hands we know about, but for the most part, we're at this point, we're doing it to ourselves because there is way too much knowledge around today and, you know, I, I'm pleased to see that, you know, the, the so-called underground of conscious knowledge, you know, is gaining momentum. I mean, it's inching along, but it is there, and, 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 and we're thirsty for it. 
You know, we don't, a lot of us don't know we're thirsty for it, but it's there. It's inching along. You can see it very slowly, very slowly, because, like, they're, you know, they're, they're asking for help and don't realize it, you know, the masses, you know, especially the indigenous people. And like you say, it's up to us, brother, to, to tap into that. And I, even though the door gets slammed in our face, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> You have to keep moving. And I'm, that was the, my next question is, is how do, you know, on a day-to-day basis, because, you know, sometimes I get into a little funk where, you know, and it never enters my mind that I'm going to give up because I know this, the minute that the next situation takes place, I'm ready to get back into the war. You know what I mean? But how do you you stay focused on a day-to-day basis, and I guess that's you know part of the reason why I want you on tonight to talk about the the spiritual grounding or the spiritual conception that we need to have in order for us to do the the day-to-day work we need to do. So, but how do you do it? Uh, well, well, brother, that's it. You know, there there there, there are you know spirituality. There are spiritual unseen forces that are trying to keep us from uniting trying to take control of this planet. You know, I don't want to sound hocus pocus, but so for those of us who are considered light workers, who have the calling of light, who are, who are pulling in the light, trying to do this work, we, we are under attack. So we get thoughts of, oh, man, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't feel like talking to this person today. I don't feel like writing this today. So, so, so that, to, to more so answer your question, um, I have to meditate. I have to meditate. I have to do my rituals. I have to ward off the negative energy because think about it. In a sea of darkness, if your light is shining and there's some beings who don't want your light to shine, well, obviously they're going to see your light and they're going to try to come at you, you know. And so, yeah, I've, I've felt it. I've had a few little things here go on right in my little room, my little office area, I'm like, hmm, what was that? You know, so, you know, you feel this negative energy coming on you. So, so again, brother, I, I meditate. You know, I, you know, I'm an advocate of meditation. I do grounding work. I, I, I pull in the light. You know, I send out my energy, um, you know, to connect with more um, 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 protection and guides and, uh, one time, brother, I, I left my apartment late. I made a, a late night run. It might have been one in the morning, and I saw two spaceships. I just happened to look up. Something told me to look up, and there they were. They were out there, and I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all got me. What's going on? You know, and <laughs> I, I, I never seen them again, but they were yeah. out there. You know, and uh, so little stuff like that, man. You you know that you're connected and. Um, um, I do, uh, you know, I do work with, um, you know, some rituals I got from a, a guy I might have mentioned to you guys, Master Gibson. So, so yeah, brother, that's, that's it. You got to do yeah. the work. <laughs> does a, uh, do you, does a diet play a, a part in your meditative spiritual development? Most definitely. Most definitely. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things I always like to talk about with people because it's very difficult to be in a meditative state or to to find that space where you can 
pull on that energy that's there for us if your body isn't clean not just your mind you know the, the meditation is to cleanse your mind it's up to you to take it to that next level and cleanse the body and when you start to doing that then you find that your mind and body starts to working in cognizant together you know and so i tell people yeah go ahead oh no i'm sorry brother well, i was gonna say yeah and the more the more live energy you have in you, the more energy you can hold, because the dead right. energy in you, you, you know, lowers your vibration. Right. Uh, it's kind of yeah. like that, that that guy that used to do the. I forget. He used to do this thing on on the tube all the time, and he used to say, "Live food, live bodies. Dead food, dead bodies." We have to put the right energy in our body, and that means live foods. Um, so what's happening, sister? Where are you at? Uh, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I'm, I definitely believe that you got to balance yourself spiritually in order to be able to deal with, you know, what's going on in this world. But I, I just wanted to kind of touch on, you know, black folks, because that's, um, that's where my energy goes, right? To what can we do to better our people? That's what I'm thinking about all the time. And I think about it like this, you know, there was an injury that happened to us. And I've said this before, you know, all what we were at our 400 year anniversary in this country. And if you believe in science, you know, when an injury occurs long term, like it had to our people, it impacts your DNA, it alters your DNA, right? And so we're in a position right now where we are, you know, a damaged people and we need healing, right? So when you see when you see folks out there, right, in the condition that we're in, you know, they're in a the state of I call it PTSD and stress, right, from the ongoing attack on, you know, our people because they put people out there, you know, there's a, a few hundred people that may have quite a bit of money that are people of color. They put those in front of us to, for us to aspire to, but they don't give us the resources to be able to acquire as a whole um, what we need to be in that good spiritual realm, right? In order to eat right, you have to have finances to be able to resources. buy food to allow, yeah, to eat right. We don't we don't own resources at this point in this country, so um, you know while I believe in the off planetary solution. That solution is not here yet for us as a people, so we have to really uh, look inside ourselves, right, and start to put away our differences so that we could start working as a collective to improve our condition. And, and you know, I, I, I say like this, right, you know, we always say, I don't know why black folks can't do this and can't do that. There's a reason for that, right? When you've suffered an injury and then you've been, excluded from participating in the wealth of a country that your ancestors built, right, for the most part, right, except for outliers, it impacts every aspect of your life. Yeah, without a doubt. Including your spirituality. Oh, without a doubt. Well, the spirituality thing is a whole other subject matter here because we have no spirituality for the most part. We we have what, uh, what I refer to as a psychosis when you've been indoctrinated with information that is not but, and then you turn that, that indoctrination 
into your reality. You, that's where you have this Christianity and all these different religions where people are, are setting up in church houses, praying and singing every Saturday and Sunday, and yet their lives during the week are the same. It, it doesn't change. And so we have to, that's the one of the, for, that's the major uh, entity that we have to invade or find a way to get people to come out of those places. Because as long as they're there, as long as they're following those teachings and those directions and that lost uh, uh, subject matter, they're going to be lost people. And, you know, one of the things I find sometimes I'm having a really, what I think is a really great conversation with somebody. And then we 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 start talking about spirituality and then they, they get off into uh, these religions, these man-made religions uh, that are detrimental to their well-being. And so you lose them. Because if you believe in the, the, the psychology, the educational psychology, whether it be religion or whatever the educational process is, if you believe in that stuff, that is therefore the detriment of what you're trying to move beyond because you're taught you can't move beyond. If you tell somebody they got to move beyond Christianity, they got to move beyond Islam, or they got to move beyond this stuff, uh, they'll think you're crazy and they won't want to have any more conversation with you. So for me, that is the major, major battle because I've sat down and I've had some very interesting conversations with people until we get to a point as you believe. And when I try to talk to them about, no, it isn't what you believe, it's what you know. And you can't know anything if you haven't experienced it or if it hasn't been beneficial to you. If you believe in something and you're praying to it and worshiping it and, and going through this ritual and yet your life remained the same, at what point do you stop and say, wait a minute, this is not working for me. So, yeah, go ahead. You guys jump in anytime. You know, go ahead, Moyende. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hear you, brother. Same thing. Um, I've had conversations with people about, you know, about healing. Because, you know, I've, I've, healed, I've, 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 I've aided in healing a few people with uh, cancer and um, um, diabetes and a couple things. And, you know, it's going good. And I start, then I start going into spirituality. And like you said, you're losing. Like, exactly. You, you you just accepted this healing, which you know I didn't really didn't think you would accept because the same thing they're so indoctrinated, you know they go to the doctor and, and deal with try to be healed, you know synthetically, you know the right. synthetic, the synthetic created the synthetic, you know drugs. They're synthetic. Well, well, on synthetics planet. have no business being in your body. No, absolutely not. They're not. They're not. They're, again, they're made by synthetic people for synthetic people, and they don't work for the true human that is on the planet, which is us. So you know, and you you start going into true because again, like you said, that we, the indigenous, the originals, don't know what true spirituality is if it slapped us in the face, and if we did, we would rule overnight. So that's just exactly. Yeah, that is exactly what I tell people, you know, and I'm, I'm constantly asking people, what do you believe? And people are quick to tell you, I believe this, I believe that. And then I ask them the question, I said, what do you know? Because if you are a spiritualist, you know what that entails. 
you know how beneficial it is to uplifting you. But when you say you believe something, it's like, oh, I believe it, but I don't know if it works. You understand what I'm saying? So I always tell people, you know, don't tell me what you believe. Tell me what you know. Because, because belief has an exit. That's right. Spirituality, you know, spirituality doesn't have an exit. It's not, I don't believe any of this. I know this is a difference. It is it a difference. A, it, yeah, it, it has an exit. Belief systems yeah. have exit. That's why they exist in the third dimension. You can believe something one day, you don't believe the next day. Yes, exactly. It's not, not a, I don't enter into belief systems. Uh, and, and, and that's me. Yeah, and I, I feel the exact same way because I find that, you know, I never really made any real advancement in, you know, curtailing who I am and what I do until I got to a place where, okay, I know this. I know this works. This over here, I don't know what this does. This is inconsistent. Like you said, it's an exit. I believe it. in order to be grounded, you have to know what it is that you're being grounded to. And you and the only way you can know that is if you experience it. It's just like if you're meditation and you're going into a meditative state and you're doing whatever ritual you go through, you experience in a actual situation. But it's not like well, I know somebody tells you, well, I know that Jesus works for me. Well, I know that uh, Muhammad works for me. I don't know nothing about Jesus or Muhammad, but I do know that if I eat right, my body will feel right. I do know if I find ways to clear my mind of the, all this disease thinking that somehow I feel at peace. So I know that that works. And I think, you know, one of, that's what we have to get people. I think one of the things we really have to do is to get people to come together in groups and experience this kind of stuff versus sitting somewhere where somebody is preaching or talking to you or making these magnificent speeches wearing $5,000 suits. You know, when we can get people away from that, I don't think we'll ever be successful. And I'm not saying that I'm giving up. With getting our people together until we get them away from the man's religions and the man's teachings. And I tell people all the time, if you, if you let the, I don't know, Carter G. Woodson who stated that if you let the enemy educate your children, guess what? The enemy owns your children. So we have got to find a way to take back all of those processes that's necessary for us to develop families. It starts in your home, in your home, you know, families, communities, these things spring from from righteous uh, conditions being established by what one knows, not what one believes. What do you say to that, sister? Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm still with you. I definitely agree. You got to, you got to, you know, you got to know yourself. And you have to know what works for you. And I, I definitely believe in that. You know, like sometimes I I go outside, right, you know, just putting my feet on the ground just to ground myself. And it makes it, it makes a difference, you know, being out in the, you know, doing your own gardening, those kind of things. The unfortunate part, because I keep going back to this, right, how do we spread that message to the masses? How do you start? 
infecting the infected mind? Well, that's a that's a deep question, sister. And again, you know, um, when you when you when you become, and I'm not saying that you're not, and I'm not necessarily talking about you per se. So when you become, you know, your spiritual essence as you begin to evolve. Well, your, your, your energy and your aura evolves. So let's say you got on the BART train, and let's say there was a fight on the BART train. Maybe, I don't know, you know, average BART train is 10 cars. Let's say you were in car number two, and there was a fight in car number nine. Well, your energy could affect that fight, and those people would stop fighting. So you continue to do your work, you know, like, like the brother and myself and other folks, you know, we're out here trying to do this. As we continue to do our work, our energy can actually begin to reach people, you know, begin yeah. to send you. And then if enough of us do it, because, example, a while back, um, uh, again, one of the guys I, I deal with, there was a, uh, uh, what was it, what was it? It was uh, they, they needed to stop the rain. It was this particular area they needed to stop the rain. And, well, a group of spiritual folks got together and combine their energy and the rain stopped. I think this area was flooding, something like that. So little stuff like that still happens. So my point is, you know, we, we begin, the more of us that are doing this, the more of us that are, are raising our consciousness, because consciousness is energy, it's powerful. So, uh, so the more of us that do this, you know, the more of us, you know, that are out there putting out this energy and keeping it up, you know, the hardest part this is just like what, what Brother Quaker said a little earlier, what do you do to stay grounded? Because, you know, they know the beings who run this planet don't want us to do this work. Constantly putting stuff out there. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, one of the things that, you know, I've always been kind of a history, history buff, and I kind of didn't know why I was so attracted to history and I, ever since I was like in grade school and as I got older and started to reading really some of the great philosophers and some of the great historians who had traveled the continent and who had been there to visit and, and seen firsthand and one of the things that I noticed that all of them kept saying and throughout their literature is man know thyself man know thyself and it took me a while to be able to define what that means, man know thyself. Well, you can't know yourself if you're scattered. And if you, you've been influenced by all of these, these entities that's in this year environment that we are forced into, then what happens is all of our decisiveness is based on that information. So that's not who you are. That's who you become. And uh, what was that old saying that people used to say? Uh, there was a scripture in, in somewhere in the scripture. It says, as a child, you think as a child, when you become a man, you put away childish things. Well, for me, putting away all of that stuff that my mind had been inflicted with through education, through churches, through the whole process of being here in, in, in Western culture, once I realized that that was not who I was, then the, the groundwork was being laid for me to sort of decide, okay, well, who are you? If that's not you, then who are you? And I realized that I am the one who decides who I am, not a system, 
not a church, not a meeting. I decide. I can go and listen to anybody's information, but when I walk out of there, what I take with me is me. And I can only do that when I go into with a fixated mind on what my purpose is for being there and gain whatever insight there is there for me and take that. And if it's beneficial, I can incorporate it into me. And that all, all of a sudden, there I, there I lie. There lies me. And helping people to define who they are and know their self is, is, a, is a, one of the greatest tasks that we have, you know, because people believe that they are uh, these images that are put in front of them. They dress a certain way, they drive a certain car, they live in a certain community, and that becomes who they are. And they feel like without that stuff, they are nothing. And and for all intents and purposes, if them if that's where their mindset is, there are, there there is nothing that'll be had. But to get them to realize to put away that stuff, and say, wow, the big car doesn't, you know, doesn't help me sleep at night. The big car doesn't make me feel good about my children. The 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 nice home does not make me love my wife or my kids or my grandkids more. None of those things have any effect on who I really am. And so we have to get to a place in, the, in out here where we reject, we reject all of this information that's being flooded at us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Once we start to reject it, then we open up a, a, a venue for truth and light and spirit. And all of these things can come in and your life will begin to change and you'll realize who you really are. So turning it back over to you guys. Uh, well, uh, well, sister, can I ask the, the sister again, what, what, what organization do you work with? Talk about X-Slave, what was it? No, I, I don't work with, I support the movement, um, American Descendants of Slavery. It's, okay, it's a lineage that they have claimed in order to uh, make the case for reparations. Are you familiar with it, uh, Mayende? No, I, I haven't. I haven't heard of them. Yeah, it's uh, well. I don't know if it's new. I guess it's it's uh, relatively new for a lot of people. I mean, I've heard of it because uh, I, I I work with a different, bunch of different people from Atlanta, from D.C., and from all over, as a matter of fact. And people have different groups. And I, I also work with another group called African um, uh, Sons and Daughters of Africa. Are you familiar with them? No, I have not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they, their head offices. In, well, they're all over the world. They actually in uh, uh, Ghana and everywhere, you know. Uh, but they have an office in D.C. And what they're trying to do is to organize, help, you know, do the same thing that the Panthers, the Muslims, or who, all the other different groups did during the '60s, but on, with a in, with a more uh, uh, laser laser-like process, you understand, that we have to be re-educated. We have to take control of our educational institutions, which is something I've been telling people, uh, speaking on for like 40 years or 50 years now that, hey, you can't send your kids into those schools and, t and expect them to come out being what you want them to be. They're going to come out being what they teach there. And so uh, what they're trying to do is, uh, are you familiar with Umar Johnson? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And what he was trying to do was to open up uh, all male uh, 
school up there outside of, of Baltimore up there in Maryland. And for whatever reason, they blocked him from buying the property. It used to be a university there, but they were going to have a totally Afrocentric spiritual uh, curriculum. And I think that's one of the reasons why, but he does go around the country and speak at a lot of different places, but we have to do that. We have to, we have to educate, but, and then the other place that we have to get into and get some control over is how our people receive services. And I'm talking about behavioral services, mental health services, all this stuff. You'd be surprised at the millions of people who dot through those doors. And they and they what they do is confuse them even more and medicate them and tell them they have this disease and I don't know if it, if you guys ever look into the uh, these uh, the physicians desk references and stuff and where every year they create these new diseases for people to have and then they create a medication for them to take for that for that disease and and unless we can get our people out of that mindset. Uh, of, of thinking that somehow the same thing we were talking about earlier, putting those synthetic drugs into your body, thinking it's going to fix what's wrong with you, then we lose them. And, and they give them those drugs to psychologically, uh, if, if these synthetic drugs are damaging to, to your organs, what do you think those synthetic psychological drugs are doing to your brain? And so our people are in those places and, and, I mean, millions, millions. I was working at the mental health department in San Francisco, and I'm telling you that 98% of the people who came through that where I, where I was working at were African people. And they would be loaded down with all these different kinds of medications. I've seen people come in there with like a green garbage bag full of pills. And I mean, I'd have to ask them, how do you know when to take what and how, what not to mix together? You know what I'm saying? But they've just been indoctrinated that somehow they may not get well, but these things are gonna stabilize them so they can live somewhat of a normal existence. And I try to tell them, I don't wanna exist. I wanna, you know, and you should wanna live. But uh, you can't believe for one moment that the people that made you sick are going to heal you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so. Exactly. It, it, well, it's, it's interesting that that goes across the board. You know, the people who yeah. you know who educate you. You know, right. who, how do you think you're going to learn anything? And you, you, they taught you their education. That's right. They created the, 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 the base of information that you have, and they're not going to give you the information that's going to take that position. You, you yeah. turn to the side of the man who is enslaving and oppressing you. Exactly. How do you expect you know, anything really to happen? But see, that shows you the level of... of uh, destructiveness that's been done to our ability to have a conscious thought of our own. Because over this full 500 year period of this induction, and it's been longer than that, but I'm just talking about the period of time we've been in slavery here. But these people have been trying to dominate the world for the last 2000 years with religions and stuff, you know what I mean? And so after all this time, you know, generations have 
ceased to exist that had the true knowledge. You understand what I mean? It's just like you listen to the mythological story about Moses taking his people out in the wilderness for like 40, 40 years or something before they went back and you know found them a homeland. Well, the, the moral of that story was that uh, he that people were so confused and disorganized that he felt like we can never establish a a a community or a a land of our own because our people are so sick. So he figured we'll wander out here in the wilderness for forty years until all these old heads die off, and we'll take these new bloods and move into the new to the new land. And maybe we as a people need to do that same process, you know, where we've got we got we can't keep i mean cut you off brother but the interesting thing is is we got to stop pushing against things that take our energy you know right you're getting out you're marching and you're begging well what's that going to do you marching you begging against the people whose whose mindset to keep you in the position you're in it it does not benefit them to make you their equal it does not benefit them to stop messing with you so you just go over and you do your thing, right? And it builds and it builds and it builds. You do your, you educate your children. You don't got to argue with them. Oh, oh, we're going to open up our own schools. And we're blah, blah, blah. You just open up your own school and do it. Just do your own thing. Just do it. Educate your children. Give them your curriculum. Just do it. You don't have to go and argue about it. Just do it. You know. Yeah, and and so, I've always argue. been You want to beg and march? Why? Yeah. So well, and, and, that's the, and that's the thing. People want to believe that somehow we can change the educational system or we can change these processes that we have. You can't. you got to come out of them. you got to come out of the beast. you got to come out of the beast. You know, everybody, for, for my money, should take their kids out of those schools. And, and, and I guarantee you, if they did that, these people would be more responsive to them you know, but they stay there because they feel like, well, if we try to formulate our own stuff, they're not going to give us the money to do it with. Well, you're making money for these people. These people are making money off of students the same way they make money off of people being in prison. You know, that's why if your child go to a public school, if your child uh, takes a day out of school and don't call in sick, they don't get paid. That's why they recall that you call into the school and say, my child is sick today because they still get paid. So we have to understand it's, it's the school system, it's the prison system, it's the mental health system, it's the social service system, it's the church system. All of those systems are dysfunctional because they are, they are not there to elevate us from ground zero to a higher plane of thought. None of them are up for that benefit. And so as long as we participate in them, We'll be walking this line and, and complaining and marching and praying. And that's what we hope they hope we'll do. But we have yeah, to continue yeah. to fight. And they and yeah. they laugh at us when they when we do that. They're like, Okay, here they go, here they go. They're they're all yeah. begging and marching. It's all right. It'll soon yeah. blow over. And that's it. It soon yeah. blows over. Nothing changes. Well, it's just so like they, now. It's, it's just like now. Whenever a kid gets shot or something. It can be cold-blooded murder, and we can see it on live TV. And people will be raising holy hell for about three weeks. And then it'll die down, and you won't hear no more about it. No more about it. 
you don't hear no more about all the thousands of people that get shot every day and killed and murdered. And, and but we only the our span of, of interest is about two or three weeks long. Instead of making that be the driving force to continue to battle and to continue to to escalate the battle. But we don't do that. We pray and we sang a few songs and we go make a few deals with the with the people who created the system in the first place. I was looking at a thing the other night where the uh this uh for this sister well I was looking at this Sandra Bland thing, you know, the other night. And this sister, I believe, was murdered. I don't have no proof of it, but I believe that sister was murdered. You know, and we have and this guy that actually was responsible. I think they fired him, but he got another job back on the force. You understand what I'm saying? And I've looked at several, even a couple of them that have killed people and they found them guilty. And then the charge is somehow somebody, a governor uh, overturns the verdict and they right back doing the same thing they was doing before. And if you notice these people who have been killing our people, most of them have been brought up on charges many times for abuse of power. It, if they were not interested in those people continue to do that, they would have stopped them at the first time. But we continue to, ne to negotiate with the enemy for justice. And as long as you negotiate with the enemy, you'll get no justice. And, 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 we, and, and as a people, you know, they want to forgive them. We want to yeah. forgive these people who kill your babies. Yeah. Who, Rape your mothers and your sisters. We want mm -hmm. to forgive them. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. No, we, we I, I, there's, there's no forgiveness I, in me for that. Unbelievable. Yeah. It unbelievable. is. It, it, it's unbelievable that people would think that somebody come up and murder your family member and 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 they apologize. Uh, they don't even apologize anymore because they can murder us without uh, any uh, retribution. You know, so we've got to make them pay. We have got to make them pay. If the system won't make them pay, we have to make them pay. And we can only do that when we come together as when I, we can come together as spiritual men and black men and women and say, we will not take this anymore. And, and our span of interest is going not going to be three weeks. It's going to be from futuristic from now on. We're going to continue this fight until we win. You know, you don't win a process by going halfway. You have to go all the way, you know? And uh, that's what we have to do. Uh, let me just make this announcement. This is T25CL Entertainment's Galaxy Talk Radio, and this is Dr. Ninana Kwaku. And uh, my guest is uh, Moyende Kamali and uh, my sister, which, what, it was it? Uh, hello, sister? Yeah, Alex. Alex, are you still there? I'm still here. All right, sister. Yeah. So, you know, what do you guys think? You know, we, we, we got about 15 more minutes, but, uh, you know, we can, anybody can say whatever they need to say or something that you would like to say to the world. And, uh, you know, and let's put it out there. Because well, that's I'll what. I'll let Alex go ahead. Go ahead, sister. Yeah, that's what this show is for. This is called the mothership, and the mothership is the, is the, is the driving force for the development of our youth and our communities and our neighborhoods and our country. So, what do you think, Alice? 
Well, I mean, we have to, uh, like you said, um, like you said, Dr. Kwaku, we have to learn how to come together as a people. Um, but we also have to understand that there are some of our people that's not going to come together. So we got to be able to be ready to leave them behind in this uh, in this quest that we have to bring our people to the next level. And um, as uh, Brother Oyende said, you know, we have to increase our vibrations collectively to make sure that, you know, we're spreading that, that positive energy out to our brothers and sisters. Okay, Brother Mayende. Oh, well, yeah, I would, I would, I would, you know, just reiterate that. And, um, you know, we got to uh, continue to, again, raise our vibrations by, by eating right family. You know, everything is not for you just because, you know, if you cook it and it tastes good. That does not necessarily mean it's for you. You know, um, um, everything is not for us. So, and a lot of that stuff now is GMO, Brother Quaku. You know, we haven't really got it. You know, I think we may have talked about that one time. These GMO is killing us. It, it's nothing yeah. with our DNA, you know. Yeah. And, 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 and even when truth hits you, you know, if you got a bunch of genetically modified foods in you, you know, you're really not going to hear that. Any, any truth any is keeping you in a mundane existence. You know, so the food, you know, imagine we got people who are eating GMO food and they're on synthetic pills. They're drinking, you know, malt liquor and oh, oh also even the, I just, uh, even I was telling a friend of mine, you know, who, you know how it is. I got some partners who are weed heads. I said, man, y'all got to be cool because, okay, now that cannabis, the cannabis door is open, there's GMO cannabis out there. And that's tearing these young folks apart tearing them apart, you know, because their minds are gone. The GMO cannabis is alive and well. So, you know, and you got folks on synthetic drugs and, and, and GMO food, GMO cannabis. Ah, man, it, it, we're being bombarded you know, with, with things that, that keep us, you know. So when you hear truth, when those, when those kind of people hear truth, they, they, they don't want to hear nothing we got to say, man. And one ear, I don't even think it goes in the ear. It may just go around them. It don't even go in their ear. You know, the GMOs, have, uh, they're doing the thing. So, so there did I lose Did we lose Dr. Kwaku? Oh, maybe we lost Dr. Kwaku. I think we did. Well, he may come back. Uh, so I'll just keep going. I don't know if we're still on air. Um, what else? Yeah, that synthetic food, GMO. Yeah. But, you know, when we talk about this stuff, though, I think we got to talk about an action plan, right? So, I mean, I I heard that you're a spiritualist and you've, you're in the business or in the life of healing people. And then 
Are you providing education to your community regarding better eating and then helping to direct them to resources? No, I haven't got like that. I could kind of, I could kind of tell you what I, what I kind of do, sister. I kind of um, um, let, like, like example. I'll give you an example. Someone crosses my path. So a friend of mine that works with me, he. You know, one day we were going to work, and he was kind of down. I said, what's going on? He said, oh, man, my mom called me and told me she had colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, you know, let's, let's, you know, we'll deal with it. So anyway, we, we cheered his mom. So, mm-hmm. so I kind of just let the spirit cross in my path. You know, in fact, I just gave a, an elixir to another friend of mine whose parent has uh, uh, Alzheimer's. I told him, I said, well, drink this. And get, if you can get them to drink this, you know, she'll be okay. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, in other words, I, I'm out there, but I'm not out there, you could say. You know, I kind of just, whatever, whoever crosses my path, I feel that I right. cross my path for that, for that right. kind of, I, I work construction, um, you know, I get busy, and, but I still try to do my spiritual stuff on the side. I'm writing that book. I'm writing some scripts. And right. So you're, you're in the path of like self-discovery and helping anyone who crosses your path. Yeah, yeah, who I feel who kind of enters my... Okay, okay, gotcha. I, but, I am, I am, but I am open to, you know, read and learn, you know, about, you know, these organizations, you know, um, Sons and Daughters of Africa and American uh, descendants of slave, slavery, and oh, are, are you still there? Hello, I just heard the din. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I like to read and, and hear about what, especially groups, you know, again, who are, are you know, what I kind of call light workers. They're doing um, some good work. Well, thank you guys once again. This is Dr. Kwaku. Are you still there? Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Sister Alice, uh, thank you for coming on tonight, and thank you, Brother uh, Mayende. Uh, once again, this is T25CL Entertainment. Uh, this is the mothership, and uh, thank you once again for sharing, taking this ride with us. We'll be back here next week at 7.30. So spread the word, brother and sister, and you know, get some more people involved in this conversation so that we can take this mothership to the to the place it's supposed to be. And once again, thank you. And once again, good night from Galaxy Talk Radio, T25CL Entertainment. Go to our website, check it out. 24-hour music, books, whatever you need, we have it there. Thank you and good night. Go tip. Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night.